0: Arizona football game week, game week is here, Wildcat fans. We are going to talk about everything you need to know on here, and the show is brought to you by Game Time. But let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats, and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot to get to this show. We always have a lot to get to, but especially on this show because we are now in game week. All right, so what do you need to know about game week and where Arizona is right now? First, I've been telling you all that Arizona is going to get over five wins. Get on FanDuel right now. You'll thank me later because... It's going down this year. Arizona's getting over five wins. Right now, the odds have become a little bit uh, less appetizing because that's so many people have bet on Arizona. So many people are back in the A right here. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit about the offense. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the defense. We're going to go back and forth here. A little bit of smorgasbord of opportunities right here. All right. Now, first and foremost, um, the uh, I uh, – first and foremost, um Let's talk about uh, the offense. Arizona is going to need to win games with his offense this year. I'm not breaking any news. I'm not uh, telling you anything you don't know. No, I'm not solving the Rubik's cube, but Arizona is going to need to win games with its offense. And not only is it going to need to win games with its offense, um not only does he uh, not only does he need to win games with his offense, they need consistency out of JDL. We're going to talk about him later in the week as well. But Arizona needs consistency out of JDL, and they should be able to get that consistency out of him because he's a pretty good football player. Um, and he certainly certainly has the talent around him to be able to uh, to make those plays. Now. Um, The uh, uh, this should be one of the better offenses in school history or this should be one of the better offenses in school history. Not only should it be one of the better offenses in school history, um, but I will say that uh, I will say that uh, Arizona is in the uh, situation right here where. um, uh, Where let's be honest here. um, The. uh, We're kind of at the stage right now where. Arizona is, um, how do I put this? Arizona has got to be able to put points on the board and Arizona has got to be able to put points on the board in a hurry and not only put points on the board in a hurry, you gotta be able to uh, score. And honestly, I think they should be able to score quickly. A lot of the time, because again, Stop me if you've heard this. Arizona's got a lot of talent on that offensive side of the ball, and it's time to be able to utilize it. There were a lot of times last year when Arizona was able to move the ball, but you could also kind of tell that it was a little bit clunky, kind of wondered exactly uh, where Arizona was, um, why weren't they able to uh, be a little bit more consistent there. And uh, I think that's what you're hoping for if you're an Arizona fan is you just want more consistency out of your squad on the offensive side because again, when you're given a lot, when you're given a lot, much is expected right there. And I think that Arizona should be able to uh, Arizona should be able to do that, and not only do that, but do that in a uh, in a high in a prolific high profile way. Now, some of the things we need to talk about though with the offense is. Who's going to be helping out JDL? Because, again, on Friday, we're going to talk a ton about JDL and where JDL is on the grand scheme of things. But I think the first thing we do need to talk about is the players that are going to be protecting him, the players that are going to be helping him. And first and foremost, it is an awesome, awesome wide receiving core. And not only is it an awesome wide receiving core, it's a wide receiving core that – Could probably uh, start for any school in the country, including Bama, Georgia, you name it. They're going to make his job easier. And again, when you've got a player like JDL who has a lot of talent, sometimes you just need to be able to make his life a little bit easier. And I think these guys are going to do that. And not only do I think these guys are going to be able to do that, I think that it's going to be fairly easy for them as well to be able to do that. Now, uh, the offensive line up front, you got to be able to protect him. and. I don't see any reason why Arizona won't be able to protect him. Not only that, um, not only that, I do think that it's fair to say that uh, I do think it's fair to say that um, this could be one of the better offensive lines in the conference, and not only in the conference, but to be honest here, probably, uh, um, probably in the country. Now I'm just talking about from a strictly starting position because again the problem with this Arizona squad is that it's not very deep on the O line, but again it's getting there. You're building that depth right now. You got players like uh, you've got players out there like uh, you know a uh, Elijah Payne and a uh, an Elijah Payne and a um, uh, a Tylen Gonzalez, dudes like that that are biding their time, but are going to get there at some point. Um, and not only are they going to get there at some point when they get there, they're going to be really, really good. And I do think that, uh, it's probably fair to say that, um, I think it's probably fair to say that, uh. This is a uh, this is a team that might even be better on offense next year even losing JDL. That's how much talent this team has on that side of the ball. But again, a lot of it's just young talent. But up front, you got to be able to protect him and there's no reason why Arizona shouldn't be able to protect him because keep in mind again, you got Jordan Morgan already. You've got Jonas Sabinea. Those are two guys who are uh, probably or First or second round picks, and Jonah Sabanea is 100% a first round pick. Then after that, Robert Polito stepping in there. Not saying that he's Big Jonah, but I'm also not saying he's not Big Jonah. He's got the ability to be a very good football player as well. I think he's going to step in there immediately and be a a difference maker. Not only be a difference maker, a player that uh, I think is going to be able to cause a a lot of problems out there for – for opposing teams, Wendell Moe was the epitome of awesome scouting by the U of A, and uh, not only awesome scouting, but I think it's also fair to say that um, we, uh, you know, with uh, uh, with that awesome scouting, um, he was able to step in pretty quickly. And again, generally, when you get overlooked kids, you find overlooked kids who are not from Long Beach Poly. Uh, obviously, he's from Long Beach, Poly, Um, Totally uh, totally different uh, type guy. And he came in out of shape. But you got to remember that Tyler Owens is about as good as there is in the business. There's a reason that T.O. gets the money that he does. And he deserves the money that he does because of the product, because of the players that he is able to put out there on the field. Tyler Owens, a true leader of men and a player and a guy who I think is uh, – Going to probably go on to bigger and better things. Now, again, uh, he's uh, Arizona's obviously a big thing, but he's got the feel of a player, of a coach who could be in the NFL, like that kind of strength and conditioning coach. But either way, the offensive line, that starting unit, that's a solid, solid unit right there. Not only is it a solid unit, it's a unit that is going to, I believe, cause a lot of problems out there for opposing uh, for opposing defensive lines. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, where could I go watch these games at the last second? Game time is here for you. Game time is here for the people by the people. Check it out. Use code LockedOnCollege for 20% off. Now, again, this uh this is great for you got a lot of people that are going to U of A games. They want to go and they want to sit, they want to have fun, but they don't know where to get tickets at the last second. Game time says, "Fear not, we are here to give you these tickets." Not only do we want to give you these tickets, we want these tickets to be—we uh, want these tickets to be there for you. Good stuff right there with Game Time. Again, check it out. Uh, code word: Locked On College for twenty dollars uh, off. By the way, a lot of people I know have gotten other little uh, tidbits right there, other little uh, concert tickets as well. Uh, last second on game time so again check it out all right we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna finish up the offense and then we're gonna get to the defense thanks for keeping it locked on wildcats and making this your first listen of the day i am your host mike luke all right now we're gonna get to some of the other nuts and bolts of what's going on right here and a big big part of that is the tight end position. I am a big fan of the tight end position. And not only am I a huge fan of the tight end position here at the U of A, I think that you're going to see a lot of double tight end sets. That's how good this is. That's what I think you're going to be able to rock and roll with. Uh, Kean Burnett. We all know what and Burnett can do. Um, from an uh, athletic skill perspective, he's got a lot going for him. Kean can obviously play. Then after that, becomes a little bit more interesting because – Tanner McLaughlin is the proven uh, leader in there. And not only that, Tanner McLaughlin, I think, is going to be able to play in the NFL one day. I really do. Um, I think he flirted with the NFL last year. You look at 34 catches. I could see him getting 50 catches this year, especially because I think he's going to be on the field a lot with Kean Burnett and that's going to be an exciting thing to watch play out because both those guys could be absolute monsters for Arizona. But again, Tanner McLaughlin, really, really good player, and I think that he's going to uh, surprise a lot of people. Um, But I do expect a lot of two tight end sets, which will help the offensive line. If somebody gets dinged up, you know how the drill goes. Then the running backs out of the backfield, love the running back unit. Michael Wiley, very, very good, as all of you know can catch out of the backfield. Not only can he catch out of the backfield, he is able to um, he's able to break some long runs. He doesn't always appear to be the fastest guy in the world, but nobody really catches him. That's something to uh, keep in mind right there. I'm a big fan of players who are football fast and he is certainly football fast out there. He is a again, he's a he's a big time pla- uh, player, big time talent. Then after that, Jonah Coleman, the workout warrior. Maybe the strongest pound for pound player on the team. You watch some of his workout videos, and he is uh, he's he's a, he's a big boy, um, and he can move a little bit as well. Then after that, you got DJ Williams. DJ Williams, very talented, just needs to be able to put it all together. Kind of been around to a lot of different, uh, been around to a lot of different places, and not only has he been around to a lot of different places, he has been um, he has been uh i think it's fair to say that uh you know um he's just got to be able to show it on the field and if he shows it on the field then they're going to be in good they're going to be in good shape right there not only are they going to be in good shape they are going to be in really good shape now we got to figure out what to do with fam ray sean speedy luke um i've been saying from day one i want players i want guys like him returning kicks It makes no sense to me not to have them return kicks. And not only does it make no sense to me for them not to have uh, them return kicks, but that's why he's there. He's a football fast player. He knows the game. He understands the ins and outs. Rayshon Speedy Luke should be returning kicks. And I expect him to be returning kicks this year because again, he has the talent to be able to do such. Um, Now we've got to move over to the defensive side of the ball. Defense is where it gets very interesting, very interesting right here Um, because I think we pretty much know at this side who the defensive line is going to be. It's going to be Big Bill Norton, uh, and uh, it's going to be Big Bill Norton, and it's going to be Tyler Manoa at the uh, defensive tackle positions. Then after that, it's going to be uh, Taylor Upshaw and Isaiah Ward. Um, I was hoping that Deuce Davis would hop in there, but the problem is, is that Deuce has been a little banged up and Deuce is still kind of a smaller dude to begin with. Zay Ward's been out there. I get it. Um, But there certainly is some, uh, there certainly is some talent there to look at and say that, uh, that um, Arizona should be able to make some plays. Not only should Arizona be able to make some plays, but there's also a lot bigger this is a bigger defensive line. Now, again, it's very unproven. Totally get that, but it's also not like you're going out there and you're throwing out dudes who are 260 pounds at that defensive tackle position. Those days are long gone. Thank you, Jed Fish. But again, it still is a. I think it's still a team where um, you're probably a little bit light. But not only are you a little bit light. Um, You at least have guys out there that have talent that are expected to be good. So, again, that is a very, very good thing right there. Now, let's talk a little bit about then where we're at with the uh, offensive side, or excuse me, with the uh, the linebackers. Um, Justin Flo, like I said, he's going to be in and out of the lineup. Um, I'm not sure that he's going to be a starter because he's got, uh, obviously, he's got some, uh, I think he's got some coverage issues, but he can hit the ball or he can make hits. He can really go after him, and he's going to be out there on the field. He just is. But it might be more of a 50% type thing, which I'm totally fine with as well, and I think most people should be okay with that. But either way, he's going to be making some plays. Uh, Obviously, Jacob Manu will be starting. As long as Jacob Manu is at the U of A, Jacob Manu will start. And not only that, he's just going to make an impact. The big thing with Jacob Manu is we just need him to be able to continue to um, make a lot of those tackles closer up to the line of scrimmage. And again, if you can make them closer up to the line of scrimmage, then I think that you're probably in a good spot because again, um, a big part, a big part of all of this is making tack. Where do you make the tackle? It's not just that you make the tackle. It's where do you make the tackle? And uh, Jacob Manu, We don't really need the safety tackles. We'd like to see them where you're filling the hole and you're getting up closer, but either way, he's been very, very good for Arizona. And I think it's going to help him being flanked by Daniel Haimouli. Daniel Haimouli, Washington Husky Daniel Haimouli. Ex-four-star kid, didn't play a ton, but he's impressed the coaches with his ability in pass coverage and to be able to stop the run. And in this day and age, you got to be able to be good in pass coverage. If you're not good in pass coverage, then, well, uh, you're going to have some issues. Um, I, and I don't think that is going to be the case for Daniel Haimouli. Now, again, he doesn't have the upside that Flo does, but I think with Justin Flo, there's also a little bit of that. Uh, you're worried there's a little bit of that Christian Young in there that you're going to make a really nice play here and there, but then after that, mm, 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 you're going to be wondering what's going on. Um, so. Those are your three linebackers right there that you're looking at. Um, Now, I am curious to see how Flo plays because, again, he's a big dude, plays hard. Just got to see it out there on the football field. Now, uh, some of the other guys that are a little bit down on the depth chart, you got your Leviticus Suas, guys like that. Be interesting to see how that plays out. But now, let's talk the secondary, and we will uh, start the secondary, and uh, we'll talk a little special teams. Thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats and making this your first listen of the day. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, 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 um, we have got a lot of, uh, we've got a lot to get to here. And a big part of that is the secondary. You bring in Dwayne Akina. Dwayne Akina is the best newcomer on the team. And not only is Dwayne Akina the best newcomer on the team, he's far and away the best newcomer on the team. He brings in, you got your uh, your three Thorpe Award winners, your nine first-team AP All-Americans. You name it; he's got it. And I think there's just a level of comfort there, knowing that Dwayne Akinna is on this staff um, as your senior defensive analyst. I would imagine he is going to be a full-time coach next year here. Uh, I think Jed Fish certainly has been impressed by what he's uh, been able to do, and I think that that's uh, I think that's a good thing right there. Now. Ephesians prize sock. Where are we at? I need Ephesians prize sock to be the, uh, I need Ephesians prize sock to be the, to be that dude, to be the guy who is kind of your lockdown corner. Now, again, the UVA coaching staff was not super sad when, uh, UVA coaching staff was not super sad when, uh, excuse me, um, uh, what's his name left? <laughs> what's his name? When, uh, Um, Christian Roland Wallace left and a big reason why they were not super upset was because Christian Roland Wallace is just not, uh, he's, he's okay. Uh, He's a backup at SC. That's fine that you're a backup at SC, but I think that they believe that Ephesians Prysock and Takario Davis have higher upsides. I believe that as well, that they have higher upsides. I totally get that one. That makes a ton of sense to me as well. Um, Then opposite that, Takario Davis. It's going to be interesting to see what Takario Davis can do. Keep in mind, Takario Davis, um, kind of an underrated recruit, coming out of Long Beach Milliken, got some skills to him, no doubt. But where uh, where is he going to be in in all of this? Um, is he going to be able to flip his hips? Is he going to be able to make those plays that you need to be able to make as a defensive back? We're going to find that one out, but I think he's going to get that first stab at that corner position. Then you're going to have a, a Charles Yates in there as well, trading Stukes at the nickel. A lot of different stuff. Then at that safety spot um, – The safety spot, I'd love to see Genesis Smith start. I think Genesis Smith does start. We'll find out, but I'd love to see the uh, rookies or the freshman safety in there as well. And then along with that, would love, would love to see um, Isaiah Taylor next to him. And Gunnar Maldonado is limited, but he doesn't stink. I believe Gunnar Maldonado is going to be. I think he's going to be a player that will uh, will catch some eyes for lack of a better term um, because whether it's good or bad you know when Gunnar Maldonado is in the play. All right, now we're going to be coming back with you next show. We're going to be talking about Arizona football and the predictions that we have right here for the Wildcats in this game, what it means for Mississippi State and everything. But as always, You have a great rest of your Wednesday. I'm your host, Mike Luke. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats. And as we always say, thanks for making this your first listen of the day. Football season is here, my friends. Make sure you get those tickets on game time and come out and support the Wildcats. We will talk with you next show. You have a great rest of your day.